0: Mostly. Uh, mostly. 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 mostly mostly, hello and welcome to the mostly media podcast where we talk media mostly, mostly. today is a little bit of a spookier episode even though it's may <laughs> it's may yeah um, halloween in may uh before we really get into this I want to continue my tradition of of uh, that I started a few episodes ago where I, I've done it once I wanted I wanted to make it a every episode thing but I've only done it once and that was like four episodes ago it was like a, a weekly update yeah like just like what's going on okay so like do you want to explain what we have going on this week
1: yeah drumroll please <laughs> We're getting married again.
0: Whoa. <laughs> I'm not wearing my ring.
1: <laughs> oh. It's
0: over there. <laughs> it's
1: um, So Cole and I are already married legally and in God's eyes. But we're having our little wedding celebration with our family and friends mm-hmm. on Saturday. Correct. And this is what we originally, we were going to actually get married on this day. But we decided to surprise everyone in November.
0: And yeah. Get secretly married. <laughs> <laughs> so we're married and that's what's happening this week we so have we've been, been busy we've been very busy as i but said But
1: yeah he still wanted to squeeze this podcast I, in. I,
0: i've already missed one episode i had to skip a week yeah and this is what the ninth episode mm-hmm. i i feel like that's two episodes before you even hit 10 episodes is crazy so i wanted to make sure to get this one in there. Yeah,
1: yeah. also my nails are freshly done so i feel like a bad bee mine too he actually did
0: yeah i went and got it a manicure but the woman cut me and i was bleeding it hurt
1: it's just the color he wanted spicy red
0: yeah blood red blood red blood red okay
1: speaking of blood
0: Spe- speaking of blood okay <laughs> i <laughs> this- haven't even seen the movie <laughs> whoa spoilers okay um <laughs> for this episode i you didn't want to do this Mm-mm. i fought for this and i'm forcing you to do it yep yeah so if you read the title of the episode and if you saw my post on Instagram the other day.
1: Kind
0: of <laughs> was, <laughs> we are going to be talking about the movie Hereditary. I I enjoy this movie. It's not like my all time favorite movie, but like it's it's a five star on letterbox, I'll tell you that. I, I really enjoy this movie. It, it's a good watch if you are into it. So you ha you kind of know almost nothing about this movie. Correct. Only from what I've told you, minimally. Yeah. So, I, last night, sat down and um, I watched the entire movie and took notes of just, like, the plot lines, character stuff, and kind of, like, um, plot points and, like, hidden details that on your first watch you wouldn't really catch on. So, you're kind of getting, like, the perfect bubble of this story because if you watch this movie, there's aspects that I've written down here that you wouldn't understand if you just watched the movie from start to finish. Uh, like it takes two watches to be like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't, I didn't even remember that. I couldn't connect it." So you got like premium access here.
1: Okay, I feel like I'm already fading away.
0: What do you mean? Like you're losing folk, like interest.
1: Yeah, and I just keep listening to what Oats doing out there.
0: He's having a fun time. Just don't don't worry about. It. Well, you're about to get really sucked uh, into this. Okay. No.
1: Am I going to be scared?
0: I was typing this out last night and I was like, she's going to be a little spooked.
1: I can't do this. It,
0: it'll be okay. I'm here for you, baby. No. It's okay. I'll, 2 I'll, days
1: before I'll, we're getting married again.
0: I'll protect you. <laughs> okay. So, do you have anything you want to say before we really get into this because i have like six pages of notes i need to get through so this is going to be a, a bit of a long one
1: no 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 no.
0: i'm going to try to make it go i'm probably going to be read more through- than 30 minutes i'm probably going to read through this so fast
1: yeah
0: <laughs> because i'm i, I in my to do in my head i, w- I was typing this out I'm like i'm going to take so long to read this and i'm probably going to finish a page in two <laughs> minutes you're gonna be like what
1: okay and okay. if it's really scary give me a warning
0: okay i'll just say this now this is a trigger warning there is a lot that could be triggering about this movie for anybody watching that uh a trigger warning for suicide gore possession demons all that crazy stuff blood there's a lot going on
1: what a wedding gift making me listen to this
0: don't don't you worry baby girl don't you worry baby girl baby girl Okay, we'll get into this. Okay, so Hereditary, it was directed by Ari Aster, who is... <laughs> You're
1: going to say Ariana Grande?
0: <laughs> Ariana Grande made this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's the film is by Ari Aster, who is the director of my favorite movie of all time, Midsummer, mm-hmm. And now recently, this is kind of perfect timing, Bo is Afraid, his third movie with A24 just released, like, what, two weeks ago?
1: Okay.
0: So... It's good Good timing. So, as I said, from a- Ari Aster through A24, it was made in 2018. Okay. That's like the, like...
1: The background.
0: Not not even like the background. I guess it's oh. kind of the ba- The background, in quotes. Okay. And now I have a preface. This is a preface before we get into it. It is. Hello. I'm sorry.
1: Who was that?
0: Maddie texted the group chat. <laughs> Maddie. Okay. <clears throat> the preface, very short. The first page is the preface. So it is, the preface is the summary, which is, Hereditary is a film about the Graham family. After the passing of the mother's mom, or the children's grandmother, mm-hmm. um, odd behavior starts to become apparent of the people around them and the family themselves. Uh, at its core, Hereditary is a film about what you inherit through your family. Okay. Okay. That's like the basic premise without giving really anything okay. away. Okay, so after that, I have characters, kind of like the biggest players in the game. First, there's Joan, played by... Ann Dowd. I'll get more. Into Joan her. Rivers. <laughs> she doesn't get a last name. Her name's just Joan. Uh, I'll just kind of leave her at Joan for now. We'll we'll circle back to her when she becomes a part of the story. Okay. I kind of put these as like almost least important to the story, even though that's not really a thing. It's just like not a big one, not one of the biggest players in the story. Wise to like the most important characters. Okay. So there's Joan first. Next we have Steve Graham, pr- played by Gabriel. Byrne, I don't know if that's how you pronounce the name. He's the father of the family. Then we have Charlie Graham, played by Millie Shapiro. She's the daughter. Then we have Peter Graham, which is the son, played by Alex Wolfe. And the, the main character, I would say, of this movie is uh, Annie Graham, which is the mother. She's played by the amazing actress, Toni Collette. Her acting in this movie, I'll say right off the bat, was, like, award-winning. Amazing. Really good acting. Okay. Now we're just going to get into this because I don't know how long this is going to take. Okay. <clears throat> plot. This is where we're getting to the plot. Okay. So on the opening of the movie, it opens to a black screen with text. What's out doing? I don't know. Okay. It opens to a black screen with text. It's an obituary for Ellen Taper-Lee, which is the mother of Annie, the grandmother, um, which is establishing that she has passed away before the events of the film took place. Okay. From there, we go into a house and we pan into a miniature scale model of a house and it transitions from that scale model into one of the actual rooms of the house. And there's like stuff happening. Uh, it's the day of the funeral for the grandmother and they're kind of getting ready, doing all that, just getting ready to leave. Um, and Charlie was found by the dad, Steven sleeping in the tree house. And he tells her you're going to get sick. Like you're going to get pneumonia and die. Mm-hmm. And she, she says verbatim, that's okay. Right to his face. And then from there, there's a little bit of other stuff that happens. Like, I'll say this before I really get <clears throat> further into the story. There's a lot of, like, not really vital scenes. I would say every scene in this movie is vital, but, like, smaller th- things that I can't really tell you all the little details about that I'm going to skip over a little bit. Okay. Sorry, I feel like I'm talking so fast already. I need to...
1: You got to talk fast if you have lots of stuff. I know,
0: but I, I'm, I'm going to lose breath, and I'm, I well, need lubrication. I'll
1: just... Huh? I'll just say. Yeah, you,
0: you just chime in every once in a while if you see I'm, like, dying up here. Well, this is kind
1: here. of off-topic, but... I got this, like, really chilly, like, cold air bubble around me. And I was like, oh, my God.
0: The window's open. And then
1: I realized the window oh, was yeah.
0: open. You're good. You're good. I got you. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Now we are in the funeral. The funeral scene. Um, Annie is giving an obituary. An obituary. A eulogy. <laughs> a eulogy for her mother. Um, and she... When she's up there, she realizes she doesn't recognize half the people that are there to, for the funeral of her mom. And states that in the eulogy that her mother was a very secretive person that did had a lot of private rituals and private friends. Okay. Um, from there, the funeral introduces two main, like vital aspects of Charlie's character, the daughter. I'm while we start this, I'm going to try to really knock in who these names are so you can understand. Do you under, do you know the names that I'm saying so far?
1: Annie's the daughter.
0: No, Annie's the mother,
1: Shoot.
0: Annie, mother, mother, <laughs> Charlie, daughter, Ellen, grandmother, Peter's no, son. that's
1: what I meant. Annie is the daughter of the person Oh, yes,
0: yes. Yeah.
1: And then Charlie, and then Charlie is, is her, her daughter. daughter. Yeah. Yes. Okay, and
0: then cool. Peter's son, Steve, father.
1: Peter Griffin. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So just, I just want to make sure I'm not just like throwing names out I at you it. and you're okay. confused. Okay. Um, It introduces two vital aspects of Charlie's character right off the bat. She has a tick, which is like the clicking of her tongue. Like it's, yeah, that. Have you seen that? Like in the name of the trailers or anything? No. Well, that's like a vital character. Like okay. he, she does it just randomly all the time
1: okay
0: um the other aspect is that she is allergic to nuts okay okay moving from there we're back at home uh we learned that annie is the one creating the scale models of these things that's what she does for work and she also creates like um models of like traumatic moments of her life like to work through the emotions and stuff she makes those memories like her mother lived with them when she was closer to death she was like I think they said she had dementia, mm-hmm. and she was like going. She was losing herself, and so she would make like dioramas of like her bedroom and her mother just standing in the doorway watching them sleep.
1: That's creepy.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. And oh, and I said that's why she's making a model. They made she made a model of like her grand her her mother in the hospital, like on hospice, like scale model. You know what I understand? What I'm saying? Yeah. Right? Okay. Um. And during this home scene, you're after the funeral, you're really getting the sense that nobody's really sad that the grandma has died. Like, they don't really have a connection to her except for Charlie.
1: Okay.
0: And Annie goes and talks to Charlie at, at like, the end of the night when she's in bed. And uh, Annie tells Charlie that, like, your gra- you were her, your grandmother's favorite. Like, uh. she loved you the most out of anybody in this family. Um, and to the point that Annie... No, Ellen the grandmother, would refuse to let anybody else feed Charlie, and later in the movie you see, like, a, just a picture of Ellen feeding Charlie with a bottle that's filled with, like, black herbs. um, And that she, just the overall sense that the grandmother wanted to keep Charlie close to her. Uh, <laughs> and Charlie even states, now that her grandma's dead, like, who's gonna take care of me?
1: How old is Charlie?
0: Charlie, 13? Oh, okay. Yeah, and Peter's like, 16 i don't think they ever specify his age and charlie was expressing even though she was sad that her grandma was passed she states that her grandma always wanted her to be a boy wanted charlie to be a boy
1: is that why her name is charlie
0: that i don't know i don't know but like her the grandmother would make um like little mats, like placemats or something with their names on them. Mm-hmm. And she put Charles on there instead mm-hmm. of Charlie when her name is Charlie. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's short for Charlotte, though. Because, mm-hmm. like, good luck, Charlie. Yeah. You know? We okay, have 15 minutes on that. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> and then when they're back at home after everybody's gone to bed, Annie's just going through her mother's old things, photo albums, books, stuff like that. And she finds a book called, called uh, Notes on Spiritualism. Um, And inside the book, she finds a note that Ellen had written to her, just apologizing for how secretive she had been and, like, not telling her parts of her life and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And then so the next day, we're in school. Charlie is in class, and everybody's taking a quiz. And instead of doing the quiz, she's at her her desk, like, building toys. She builds toys out of, like, garbage and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, She's sitting there, and the teacher is like, you need to pay attention to your quiz. Do your quiz. And right after that, the teacher walks away. A bird (laughs) hits the window. Of the classroom, everybody freaks out, and it dies.
1: I think I've seen that scene. Yeah,
0: that's like one of of a big popular scene. I think it was in the trailer. Okay. Um, Once class is dismissed, Charlie goes outside with a pair of scissors and cuts the head of the bird off and takes it home.
1: Really?
0: Yes, and she notices when she turns around, there was a woman watching her from across the street that she didn't know. Meanwhile, Annie, Mom, is at home, and she's finding, like, doors opening randomly, like, the room that her mother stayed in. It's just like opening, like it was open for no reason. And she found a triangle drawn on the floor and she's finding writing on the walls and stuff. And then after everybody kind of gets home, Steve, father, gets a call that Ellen's uh, grave was defaced after she was buried. And later on in the movie, we find out that uh, someone dug her body up out of the grave.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> How are you feeling so far?
1: I'm already freaked out.
0: Really? I feel like not much is happening.
1: Yeah, I just... I don't know if I can do this. This was like
0: the... We're 15 <laughs> minutes into the movie.
1: Oh, gosh.
0: It's okay. We'll get there. Okay, so now Annie leaves. It's nighttime. She says she's going to go to see a movie. She lied. She goes to a... Um, like a... Kind of like an AA meeting, mm-hmm. but it's for like grieving individuals. Yeah. Um, And while she's there, she... Is talking to the group about how she's had such a, a rocky relationship with her mother, claiming that her mom had DID and dementia. Do you know what DID is? No. Uh, dissociative identity disorder it means like. This is a bad example, but like the movie Split, mm-hmm. that's what the main character had that had all the personalities, I think. Okay. I think that's. I could be wrong. I don't wanna. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. If you're I
1: gonna cancel if you're wrong. If I'm
0: wrong, please, please correct me. <laughs> <laughs> Then she delves further into, like, the other trauma in her family with the group, explaining that uh, at a young age, uh, her father uh, died from starvation. He starved himself to death.
1: Ellen's husband?
0: Yes. And um, her brother killed himself at 16, In well, he hung himself in... It's,
1: uh, he Ellen, hanged himself.
0: Sorry, hanged. He hanged himself in Ellen's bedroom, uh, claiming that... Ellen was trying to put people inside of him, but she states that just, he had schizophrenia. Mm. Uh, And then she moved on to later in life. Um, She said that her and her mother had been no contact for a long time up in like when Peter was born, they were no contact before that. And then they didn't, they weren't talking to each other again until Charlie was born. And instantly that's when Charlie like became the favorite. And like, she stated that her mother hooked her claws or hooked herself into Charlie immediately and just like took her away. Okay. <clears throat> and then she just starts starts crying about how like she's she blames herself and is very sorry for all the all that her family has endured because of the trauma with her family. At home, Peter gets a text he's invited to a party and you can see someone standing outside of his window <gasps> watching mm. him.
1: There's <laughs> a window right there.
0: Yeah. It's just gonna be Blake. <gasps> <laughs> it's fine. Okay. <laughs> um, maybe lose my place. Oh, and Charlie is um, and while this is happening, Charlie's in her room building. Oh, actually, this is the next day. This is daytime. That was at nighttime when he got invited. Oh. Now it's daytime. Charlie's in her room building her toys at her desk. Okay. And she notices like a light flare, like f- flinging around the room, and then it like shoots out the window. What? <laughs> You should like uh, react more to that. Let's go. Oh. Whoa.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> Give me something here.
1: Slave.
0: <laughs> Slave. Okay. Um, it's not funny. And she follows the light flare, and it leads her outside. And she notices what? Dumb. She never <laughs> followed the light flare. <laughs> she while she's following it, she sees footprints in their yard. Okay. Um, which is shocking we saw a man staring at peter outside the window the night before mm. um and then she notices a woman like farther out in their yard just like burning something it, like it looks like a ritual like there's just a woman burning things in their yard
1: okay
0: and i don't know if you can picture this but like their yard they're like in the middle of nowhere they're in a giant house in the middle of nowhere like surrounded like by a forest okay yeah <clears throat> okay and now this is oh this is still the same time. Annie's. Um, Annie's in the kitchen. She gets an email from work about um, a model she was commissioned to build for something. But that had been put on the back burner because of her mother's decline and death. And then while working, now she's working, Peter comes to her and asks if he can go to the party he that he's invited to. But he lies and says that it's a school thing. That it's like a school get together.
1: Okay.
0: Um, and she insists that Peter takes Charlie with him. Of course. And then Annie just continues to work. Okay, now we're. <laughs> this is where we. Okay, I need you to like s- strap in here. This is where it. Get... This is where it starts. Okay, we're th- like we're like twenty, thirty minutes into the film now. This is where it gets started. Okay, we're at the party. Peter took Charlie. Um, Peter finds some friends. He brought weed and he goes to a different room to smoke with them and leaves Charlie in like the. Like the living area.
1: Is this where the girl's head gets cut off?
0: girl let me tell the <gasps> okay, story okay. <laughs> damn i didn't
1: know that was this morning. okay
0: <laughs> he tells charlie look they're serving cake go get a piece of cake and she goes and gets a piece of cake the cake has nuts
1: oh she's allergic to she's nuts. she's
0: allergic to nuts okay charlie begins to aspirate and is like trying to get water drink whatever try to fix it mm-hmm. she gets to a point where she can't and she goes to find peter peter not Pier. peter not Pier. Pier, peter uh, who is in the middle of ripping a bong do you know what that means
1: Smoking weed? Out of a bong, yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) And she tells him that she can't breathe. And then Peter immediately leaves with her, gets her in the car, whatnot. Um, uh, Peter's driving as fast as he can to get to the hospital. He says they're almost there. Charlie's in the backseat, like, thrashing around. She can't breathe. She opens the window of the car, sticks her head out to get air. Um, They keep driving a little bit. Peter's like, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And then there's a dead deer in the middle of the road. Peter swerves to hit it, or to miss it. And then Charlie hits her head on the, on a pole on the side of the road, which kills her instantly. Her head was knocked off of her oh, body. Peter sits there for a little bit, and then slowly drives home and goes to bed. What? Yeah. Okay.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay, next morning, Peter is still laying in bed, can't like sleep the whole night, basically. Uh, and he yeah. goes to leave, and gets in the car, opens the door, and sees Charlie's headless body in the backseat. Shut up.
1: Shut up. Yes. Shut up. yes. <sighs> this
0: is like, this is one of the scenes in the movie that is like the coldest, like most heart wrenching movie or scene in this movie of like all of Ari Aster film history. Um, It's a transition, like oh. a transition scene of Annie kind of grieving the death of Charlie. And it starts with like her just wailing after she finds the body into like the, um the funeral scene and all that. <clears throat> yeah. And then at the end of the scene, we kind of see Annie starting to sleep in the treehouse that we first saw Charlie sleeping at the beginning at night just to feel closer to Charlie. She has like space heater she turns on and there's like a red glow in the whole treehouse. Okay, from here, we just see kind of their lives trying to continue after the death of Mm -hmm. Charlie and the family. Peter's still going to school. He's dealing with a lot of trauma. Like he randomly throughout the day can like just see the rearview mirror of Charlie. Oh, I hit the mic. Sorry. Okay. Of like Charlie's body in the back seat, and then just starts having like panic attacks. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Moving forward a little bit, Annie tries to go to the grieving people group again to try to get talk about Charlie a little bit. But yeah. she gets there and tries to leave because she's like, I can't do this. Yeah. And then a woman stops her. That woman is Joan. Joan. Joan Rivers. Joan bitch. <laughs> sorry, Chad. I'm a chair. <laughs> <laughs> She meets Joan. Meets <clears throat> Joan tries to comfort her. I lost my spot. Sorry. Oh, she tries to comfort her, telling her that she's coming to this group because a few months ago her son and her grandson had drowned in a river. Uh-huh. And then she gives Annie her number. Just like if you need anything, here's my number. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> At this point, you can kind of see Steve and Annie's marriage is kind of getting a little rocky. They're like mm-hmm. there's some there's some tension because Annie goes to sleep with Steve. He tries to like. I don't know if he was trying to cop a feel or something, but he was like rubbing her shoulder. Yeah. And then she said, and she immediately gets up, gets the blanket, and goes to sleep in the treehouse. All, and then we transition, and Peter's in bed the same night, and he can, he's watching the treehouse with the red glow from the, from the, uh, heaters. Heaters. Yeah. He's just like looking out his window. It's not creepy. Oh. He's just like seeing that his mom is out there. And then he's just laying in bed, and then he hears a tongue click.
1: (gasps) Wait, I just got chills.
0: i am not chills. You sound like Shane Dawson. I have the chills. (laughs) (laughs) I am. (laughs) Okay. Next (laughs) day. Next day, Annie's working. She's doing her little, doing her little models. Mm -hmm. And then we see a flyer for an open seance get slid through their mailbox door. And while Annie is working, she has like paint. She's painting little models. Mm -hmm. And the bottle knocks over by itself onto the paper that Joan gave her with her number. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. And then Annie... Calls Joan, goes to her apartment, meets up with her. How'd um, she
1: call her if paint spilled on the
0: number? Well, it was spilled on the paper, but like to a point where it was okay. just on the corner, and you can. See, and she picked them and was like Joan, and the number, whatever. Gotcha. Like she, she's like, oh, here's this number from Joan. Let me call okay. her. <clears throat> she's at the apartment. She's just talking, talking about the death of Charlie. They <laughs> talk about Charlie and her death, and like the state of her body. They like she's detailing like. She was looking at her body and, like, it was, I don't want to get into the details about it. Um, Yeah. <clears throat> and then Annie takes the medicine, takes a sip of the tea that Joan made her, and she, like, pulled something out of her mouth. It was, like, a little black herb from the okay. tea. <clears throat> Annie starts to tell Joan about the relationship between her and Peter, which we hadn't really known until this point was, like, rocky or anything, just up until the accident or whatever. Yeah. Um, And she explains that... Their relationship was rocky even before then when Charlie was still alive because Annie sleepwalks. And one night she woke up and found herself in a room, in Charlie and Peter's room when they shared a room. Um, And Charlie and Peter were completely soaking wet. And she was holding a lit match. She had doused them in lighter fluid and was about to light them on fire. And she woke up before she did it. And Peter was like, what are you doing, Mom? Okay. And then at home, Steve notices that Peter's having like a hard time going, like trying to deal with what he did, quotes what he did, because it's not really his fault. But like, I don't, I don't really know about that. That's a, that's kind of a controversial topic. If it was his okay. fault or whatever. Okay. Okay. And then um, <laughs> uh, Steve goes up and finds Annie creating a scale model of Charlie's accident with like her, her head on the road oh, and like all that. Yeah. But gross. Um, and he's like, how would Peter feel about, like, if you saw you? If he saw you doing this, how would you think that would, he would feel about that? And he tells her that dinner's ready and to come downstairs and eat. Okay. This leads into the most infamous film or scene of the movie, probably. You know this scene. We were talking about it earlier today, oh, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Her it's monologue. The, it's the fight scene between Annie and Peter, <clears throat> where Peter asks if Annie's okay, because it looks like she has something she wants to say, but she's not yeah. saying anything. Right, right, right. Um, and she... Ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, he just urges him, like, you. I feel like you have something tell me. Tell me. And there's mm-hmm. a little back and forth. Um, and then she says that she has tried to say something but has failed at saying it, basically. And then this is, I'm going to read verbatim the script here. Okay. This isn't exactly how it's said in the film because, like, little changes. But this is basically what it said. Okay. Peter says, uh, so try again. Release yourself. Annie, release you. You, you mean. Uh, Peter, so fine. So release me. What do you want to say? Fucking say it. And explodes at him. Don't you swear at me, you little shit. (gasps) (laughs) Don't you ever raise your voice at me. I'm your mother. You understand? I've given you everything. I've given everything to you. All I ever do is worry and slave and defend you. And all I get back is that fucking face on your face. So full of disdain and resentment and always so annoyed. Well, now your sister's dead. And I know you miss her. And I know it was an accident. Uh, and I know you're in pain and I wish I could take it all away. I wish I could shield you from the knowledge that you did what you did, but your sister's dead. She's gone forever. Uh, And what a waste. If it could have maybe brought us together something, if you could have just said I'm sorry or faced up what, <clears throat> faced up what happened, maybe we could do something with this. But you can't take responsibility for anything. So now I can't accept and I can't forgive because nobody admits what they've done. Dang. And... I can't give justice to it. I just read it. She was like,
1: I've seen this. on Yeah, TikTok. It, it's like
0: um, I you've cried. seen her acting. It's amazing. I cried. Great acting. And
1: I had no clue what the movie. Powerful was. scene,
0: and now you know. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> kind of okay. And from this, Peter switches the blame to Annie, saying, "You're the one that told me to take her to the party." Oh, gosh. Yeah, but then like they they're like mm, fighting a little bit, mm-hmm. and then Steve like resolves it, and Annie's like, "Fine," and leaves. The next day. <clears throat> Uh, Annie's run is working and she ran to the supply store for her work to get some stuff. And at this point, there's some sidebar. Um, there's two people walking into the store when Annie's leaving. And from the back, it looks like the two main characters from Midsummer, mm-hmm. Danny and Christian. Christian. Oh. And everybody's like, oh, cameo. <laughs> it doesn't really look like them oh. though. I can show you a picture of what it is, but okay. I, don't, I don't really know. Okay. <clears throat> and in the parking lot, she sees Joan. And Joan is like, overjoyed to see annie's like i have to show you something i need to show you something okay she tells annie that she met a spiritual medium who performed a seance for her and let her talk to her dead grandson yeah (laughs) and Mm -hmm. she tries to get annie to buy into it to like help her like with charlie like get over these feelings or whatever and talk to her uh joan gets annie to come to the apartment and show her the seance um they begin in the spirit quotation marks quotes uh, of Joan's grandson, Louis, they, it's like kind of like a Ouija board thing. Like yeah. they have their hand on a glass and they're like, move the glass if you're here and it moves, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that happens, blah, blah, blah. And then while she's like, move the glass, a direction to answer this question while that's happening, her, Annie's sitting there watching the glass and something moves her hair. Like it moves. <clears throat> and from there, uh, Joan gets out a chalkboard and tells Louis, why are you yawning?
1: I do be kind of tired.
0: Are you intrigued though? Okay. Okay. <laughs> she gets out a chalkboard that used to belong to Louie and is like, it's me, grandma, here, write it. And then on the board, you can see the chalk moving and writing itself. And it writes, I love you, grandma, spelled okay. <laughs> I just grandma. like the spelling. I love you, grandma. Grandma. <clears throat> Annie panics and leaves. But before she leaves, uh, Joan gives her the instructions of how to do the seance. Annie is driving home in her car and she hears a tongue click in her backseat. Oh. okay so later that night Annie notices there's a trail like she's in bed she notices a trail of ants coming from the window through the house she gets up and follows it and it leads to Peter in his bed and he looks at Peter and his face is completely like smothered in ants and the ants like start like exploding out of his mouth (sighs) meow (sighs) meow meow
1: So you said (laughs) Meow,
0: meow meow and then Annie Annie is like just staring in horror like she can't say anything she can't scream she's like (laughs) <laughs> um and then while you're looking at her face, you just hear Peter go, Mom, what's wrong? <gasps> yeah. Um and then she sees he's just sitting there calmly, and she's like, What's going on? Where's Charlie? What? <laughs> uh Peter asks why is he why is she scared of him? And Annie says she confesses that she didn't want to be a mother, and that um she was scared and that her mother Ellen forced her to have children. Um even uh, she even states that she tried to have a miscarriage with Peter when she was pregnant. Um, Peter asks why Annie uh, tried to kill him. And Annie says, just repeatedly, they like are going back and forth saying these same things. Like, He's like, why did you try to kill me? She's going, I love you. That's exactly how she said it. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> and then while this is like, it's switching back and forth to them talking. And each time it switches, you see them getting like more and more wet. And then while Annie's talking, you see a match get lit. And then she wakes up. She was having a dream.
1: Okay, so I was going to say, like, did he have ants on his face this whole time? Or? No.
0: Okay, he said, gotcha. Mom, what's going on? And gotcha. the ants were gone. He gotcha. was sitting up. Everything's fine. Yeah. But that was a dream. So she gets up and she wakes Peter up, goes to his bed, and like, Peter, wake up. I'm so sorry. I have to show you. have to come with me. I have to show you something. Um, <coughs> She wakes up Steve, too. Oh, that's important, I guess. Steve. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> and explains to her family that she performed this seance while they were asleep she talked to charlie and that she needs them to witness this with her so they can like be like oh it's charlie blah, 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 okay. whatever um <clears throat> and while this is happening whatever um well they're trying to talk to her peter says he can feel the he's like you guys can't feel that the the air is flexing and then Not the
1: flexing air in this room right now
0: <laughs> the window is open <laughs> and then there she's like charlie move the cup and the cup like before, it was just like going <laughs> as you pick up the cup, the cup like moved a little bit, but with the, the cup completely slid across the table. It went whoosh, shot across the table.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: <clears throat> Peter starts to panic and ambly, ambly, and he starts rambling like, we, we need to do this. Like, don't be scared. Like, you have to do this, blah, blah, blah. whatever. Um, <clears throat> And then a glass pane on like their entertainment center, like a cabinet or something like mm-hmm. shatters. Oh. And then the can- they had a candle in front of them and it shot a giant flame out of it. And then Steve checks under the table be like, this is a trick. This didn't happen. Annie's pulling a prank or something. And then you hear Annie like groaning like, mm. yeah. Mm. <laughs> and then Steve gets up to Annie after he comes from the table and she starts talking in Charlie's voice. <gasps> mm-hmm. And then she's just like, mom, I'm scared well as charlie and then steve throws water at her in it like next scene oh this is the next day in school peter's in school he's in his classroom and he notices light flares moving around the room (laughs) (laughs) he notices that he looks in like the reflection of a window and he can see his reflection smiling at him oh oh no and while he's looking at himself smiling in the mirror here's a tongue click Steve calls Annie cuz Peter left and like called his dad and's like I'm being followed by a demon blah blah blah. Oh
1: gosh.
0: And Steve's like yelling at Annie like I have a son to protect. You have to stop. Calm down. Blah blah blah. Blah blah blah.
1: Would you say Steve is a good dad? Yeah, I would. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. <clears> okay. <throat> and then Oh,
1: I just I got shivers again. When
0: Steve called Annie, she was working on the the thing she was um asked to build like mm-hmm. she was What is it? I can't think of commissioned oh, she was commissioned oh, to build oh, oh, yeah okay. and she's trying to like adjust a tiny little chair in the set and it snaps she loses it completely destroys the entire bear almost finished project oh. <laughs> and then steven uh peter come home and peter find or charlie oh my gosh steve finds annie in like the remnants of like her destroyed workroom and then that's when steve begins sleeping on the couch away from annie even though she was probably still sleeping in the tree house. tree house. But I don't know when... During the dream scene, she was sleeping in her own bed. So I don't know. Didn't really give anything. Okay. okay. <clears throat> then Annie's walking around the house. This is that same night. Uh, she, he She stumbles upon Charlie's notebook laying on her bed. And it's like flipping through pages by itself. And she looks at, the, at it. And it's like a bunch of drawings of Peter. But every single picture of Peter, his eyes are crossed out with X's. <clears throat> in the other room, Peter is sleeping and he wakes up to hear a tongue click and he sees Charlie standing in the corner of his room. She's standing there and then her head rolls off of her body oh. and it, it, it turns into like a ball and it rolls to his bed. And then he hears growling and his, their their family dogs at the end of his bed, growling at Peter. And while he's looking at that hands, grab his head and pull him to his bed, like pulling on his head. Oh, mm-hmm. um, and then, the door slams and hits the dog and like whimpers, whatever. And then Peter wakes up and Annie's standing in his room and he's like, why are you, why are you trying to pull my head off? And she was like, I'm not, I just walked in here, you know? <clears throat> and then Annie urges Peter, like, don't tell your dad about this. He's going to blame me and like say I'm crazy and like put me in like psych- psychiatric care or whatever. <clears throat> and well, and she states that she's the only one that can fix it. She goes and gets the notebook of Charlie's and takes it to the fireplace and puts it in the fireplace and it catches fire. And when it does her arm, like her shirt sleeve catches on fire at the same time, starts traveling up her arm. And she notices this and takes it out and like stomps the flame out of the book and her arm stops burning. I also put in my notes here. um, She was giving a Shelley Duvall in the shining during this scene. That was a little side note. I wanted to put in there. The ones that no, no, okay. <laughs>
1: and I would not
0: know. No, you wouldn't. <clears throat> okay, so the next day, Annie tries to go to Joan's apartment to be like, "What's going on?" Uh, Joan is not there, but it pans into her apartment. I don't think Annie can see this, but you can see at her table, uh, there's like a bunch of candles lit, and there's a picture of Peter, oh uh, with the eyes X'd out, I think. No, there's just a picture of the, the Peter in <laughs> the Peter. There's a picture of Peter in the middle of the table in inside of a triangle. Surrounded by candles and a bunch of uh, the toys that Charlie built. Okay. Uh, Annie goes back home. She's going through her mother's belonging and finds the placemats I noticed. I told you about earlier with like Mm -hmm. Peter's and Charlie's name, but as Charles. Yes. But while she was at Joan's apartment, she noticed that the floor mat outside of her apartment is like looks like identical to the floor mats and placemats that Ellen had made for the kids and so she's going through like scrapbooks and stuff and uh, oh she finds um she finds books about a about King Payman which is a demon that takes control of a of a vulnerable male body <laughs> and she also finds photo albums of her mother with Joan also <laughs> there's pictures in it of her in a wedding dress being showered in gold coins <laughs> this is ellen in the photos <clears throat> So Annie heads to the attic to, like, I'm guessing go through other stuff, and right when she opens it, like, a swarm of flies shoots out of the Mm -hmm. attic. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I need a drink. Mm, Delicious. (laughs) Um, And there was a foul scent when she opened it. She goes up and she finds the headless body, like, a headless body in the attic with one single candle burning next to it. The body's all black and she believes it is the body of her mother. Who? Ellen? Ellen, yeah. She, she believes she sees the body of Ellen in their attic with its head. On. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, and she also sees a symbol drawn on the wall of the attic. and is the, It is the exact same symbol uh, that her mother's necklace was. <laughs> um, it was uh, on the books, and it was also uh, carved into the pole that Charlie hit her head on. Oh. At school... Joan is across the street from Peter's. You don't look okay.
1: I hate this.
0: <laughs> we're I, we're, on, we're like on, we have we're on the last page. Good, get going. Last page.
1: <laughs> I hate these movies.
0: It, it's very good though. It's like cinematically good. Okay. It's just it is a very gross premise. <clears throat> um, at school, Peter's at school. He sees a woman across the street that he doesn't know. It's Joan though, and he's screaming at Peter to get out and. Ex- to expel him from his body, and then she starts chanting like Latin words. Joan? Joan, yeah. Oh. To Peter. Okay. Um, and you then, said
1: he's screaming. So
0: oh, I'm she screaming. was. Sorry, sorry.
1: I think you said he's. <clears throat>
0: and then Peter goes back inside and he's walking down the hall and he notices a light flare like shooting down the hallway to a room. Of course. <laughs> and then in class, Peter starts hearing clicking around him and it gets like it's getting closer and like right in his ear. Um, <clears throat> and then. Here's a click, and his arm like contorts above his body, <gasps> and his face is like messed up. And then he slams his head on the desk, and then like is contorted again. And his classmates are like, ah, "What, Peter? Peter? <laughs> Peter? What are you doing? Stop it, And then he smashes his face into the desk once again, and then it breaks his nose, and he just starts like screaming hysterically.
1: Oh. Sick. <clears throat>
0: Steve comes and picks him up, and then he breaks down in the car crying on their way home. Steve does. Not, oh, okay. Peter's asleep in the back. Steve cool. breaks down in the car crying.
1: Poor Steve.
0: He Poor, yeah, like, I feel man. so bad for this guy, Steve. He married into the worst family in the world. <laughs> Amen. Now we're back at home. Steve has gotten Peter home. Annie and Steve carry Peter to his bed, and Annie tells Steve about um, uh, her, the body in the attic, and he's like, I think it's my mom. Uh, Steve goes up there and comes down and is like, what the heck? Why did you do that? Wait, like, like he,
1: so it really was.
0: Yeah, there was a body in the attic. Oh, he I sees know. the body. It was like a yeah, something. so it's not like Annie's like, oh my gosh, because that's what you think. Like, Steve's going to come down and be like, you're crazy. <gasps> and but like, he,
1: someone like stole her body in the beginning.
0: Yes, but that we don't know that until this part of the movie. Oh. Like, at first, it's just like the grave was defaced. I'm like, oh my gosh. But at this point, he gets an email like, here's pictures of what happened. You see, like, the dug <gasps> up grave. And then he's like, I knew. I didn't tell you because I didn't want to worry, about, worry you about your mother's grave, blah, 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 whatever. Um. And so he blames Annie for digging up the body of her mother and putting it in the house.
1: But she didn't?
0: Not to our knowledge. Okay. But I will tell you she did not know. <laughs> um, and then Annie is like telling Steve about the book. Like, I tried to burn it and it started burning me. You have to burn the book. I know I'm the problem. Burn the book. Get rid of me. Kill me. Steve takes the book from her and is like, We need to get you somewhere. We're calling the police. And then Annie grabs the book, soaks it in lighter fluid, throws it in the fire. Steve bursts into flames. Huh? Steve bursts into flames. No, not Steve. Yeah.
1: Why did he burst into flames? I don't know. Why not Annie? I don't know. I
0: don't really understand why. Did he die? Yes, he died. (laughs) That's so sad. After this happened, after Steve bursts into flames, Annie's watching in horror, much to the same, uh, that uh, like, the ant scene in Pe- of Peter. Yeah. Um, And then you see a light flare go over her, and she, like... <gasps> <gasps> I don't know how... She, like, moves a little bit. She's like, oh! Okay. <clears throat> okay. At this point, skip scene, Peter has woken up in his bed, and he notices the red glow in the treehouse outside. Uh, he gets up and notices... Oh, he gets up and he doesn't notice that Annie is floating in the corner of his room behind him. We have three more paragraphs. You've got to make it through this. <laughs> we, you've made it through seven pages. <laughs> so he goes downstairs and notices the house is a mess. Their piano is completely flipped over. Like, gla- like things are broken. The table is like thrown about. And he notices the dead, burnt body of his dad oh. on the floor.
1: <clears throat> Steve.
0: Peter turns and he sees a man in the doorway, completely naked, just staring at him. Oh. <clears throat> so uh, when this happens, Peter's like shocked, and then Annie runs out of the shadows, chasing Peter throughout the house. Oh. Yes, <laughs> um, Peter runs into the attic and locks the door, begging for his mom to stop. And he's going, oh. "Mommy, please stop, mommy." Um, and then it pans like it pans through the floor, and you see Annie. Um, on hands and knees, levitating on the ceiling, banging her head on the attic door, like bang 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 bang. Mm-hmm. And then in the attic, Peter notices there is a circle of candles, um, uh, 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 uh placed around the outline of where Ellen's body was. The body's gone. It's just like an outline of the body. Ugh. And in the middle of where the body was, there is a picture of Peter with the eyeballs gouged out. <gasps> yeah. 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 And then I'm Peter. I'm
1: not saying much, but I'm like my. For people listening, my mouth is wide open. I'm yeah. a mouth. We have seven good.
0: minutes on the camera left. We're gonna make it through this. We go, have, go, okay. go, go, go. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> he hears a noise and turns around, and he sees Annie hovering in the like corner of the attic. This I, this part's so bad.
1: Please.
0: Um. Okay. She. No,
1: listen, listen. You're you're gonna say it so the podcast can hear, it, but I'm gonna. I need to
0: know. I need you to understand what happened though.
1: No, Cole. What, he, what this kid doesn't understand is I am here alone by myself every night of the week. I'm here
0: Until with you for minute. the next four days, so you can forget.
1: No, I don't forget this okay. stuff.
0: Okay, so Annie's hovering in the attic. No. She is. She has a piano wire, and she's
1: cutting her head off.
0: She's cutting her head off with a piano wire. Okay. Okay, that's probably as not gruesome as I can get with it. And when he looks down, there's a naked man standing in front of him in the attic and two naked women. Why? I don't know. He what? jumps out of the attic window. Oh. He falls um and you can see a black shadow leaving the body of Peter and then you see a tiny little light flare moving through the frame landing on Peter and like disappearing.
1: So he dies.
0: <laughs> and then he wakes up. Oh. <gasps> he sees the body of Annie. Floating into the treehouse. What? And then he clicks his tongue and follows into the treehouse.
1: Like floats?
0: No, he walks. He walks. He clicks his tongue and then walks to the treehouse and climbs up. Once inside, he is greeted (laughs) by several naked people bowing to a wooden figure with the head of Charlie on the wooden body. The real head? The real head of Charlie. Um... (laughs) <laughs> and then he sees the headless body of his mother and his grandmother on the floor, bowing down to the Charlie thing. And then he turns and he sees Joan. <laughs> Joan removes the crown that was on Charlie's head and puts it on um, what once was Peter. Uh, Joan calls him Charlie and informs him that he is King Payman and that they pray to him. Um, and then they all bow to him now. And then they all chant hail Payman." And that's the end. Heck no. Correct
1: Absolutely not
0: And so, then at, Wait before we At the very end I have some I put some pictures in here Because I'm fun This is the scene I, They all bow to him Naked And he's there Yeah. Uh, and that This is when Steve was burning
1: So Steve really did Get burnt Steve really died. did burn Yeah That's Annie
0: That is Annie And then This is the burning scene At the very top Her standing This is Steve
1: Oh yeah. Nice house though wow.
0: It's a lovely house Okay That was it That, that was the end of the movie
1: it. I mean, it definitely reminds me of Midsummer, right?
0: It. It's definitely by the same director. You can. I tell. I
1: think uh, Ariana Grande likes being burned alive, people.
0: Yes, I've heard that the the newest movie isn't like as horror centered. Good. It's more like
1: disturbing like, psychological like, thriller. Not like
0: disturbing, but like what's going on? Mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery Incorporated, Scooby Doo.
1: Anyways, I would never ever ever. Watch this movie.
0: That's why I kind of wanted to do this episode, because I knew you would never watch this movie with me. So I can describe it to you, and you'll probably forget about it in a week.
1: Uh, hopefully. What was the most disturbing scene?
0: The most this? disturbing scene? In your opinion. Um. Well, there's so many. I'll just, like, any sort of scene with the death in it was, like, shocked. Like, it's the most shocked I've been during a death scene. Like, when Charlie died, it's really like... <gasps> You can I see a picture it. of Charlie. Oh yeah. I won't show you her decapitated body.
1: I want to see well, Charlie and Peter.
0: I'll just look up her at hereditary and show you images. Um <laughs> It's all the treehouse. Don't look at the oh, because it, it auto-filled treehouse. Oh. <laughs> I looked that up to try to get the picture of the that I put on the the Google Doc. This is Charlie. Okay. This is Charlie. That's <laughs> Annie. <gasps>
1: Over Don't look here? at that one Don't Why look. Oh see. this is
0: This is Charlie and Peter
1: Okay so he was in Was he in the Fault in Our Stars
0: I think so This That's is what I said out. Not to look at That's <gasps> Charlie's head
1: Oh
0: uh. Yeah Yeah Oh here we go Here's here's like Here's the full fam Kind of That Steve uh, uh, Peter Ari Aster Annie Charlie's over here I can't zoom out For some reason Oh my
1: goodness Why'd you have to Show me
0: that You literally just said <laughs> Show me <laughs>
1: <laughs> Show me.
0: Okay, so
1: <laughs> you better hurry. In the next is it
0: three minutes, I don't know. Three minutes, five minutes, five minutes five or two. I don't know. Oh, this two? two min- in the next two minutes, um, quickly try to tell me what you think that was all about.
1: Oh gosh, I don't know. Or do you
0: just want me to explain it to just you? Just explain it. Okay. You
1: know I don't. Understand.
0: Annie was a leader of a cult.
1: The whole time.
0: The whole time. Not Annie, Ellen. Sorry, oh. Ellen was a leader of a cult. Okay, and there were many details in there. I was trying to like point you towards that direction, like, Aunt, or Ellen was like, so, like this doing this whole thing. Yeah, all the like drawing on the walls and the triangle right. in her bedroom. Right. She was doing that. It's called hereditary because she's the leader of a cult. She started this family with the intention to bring this demon King payment into the world. Cause he's supposed to like give you riches and like, that's why she
1: wanted Annie to have kids.
0: That's why she wanted Annie to have kids. And that's why she wanted Charlie to be a boy. Gotcha. Because by the time she met Peter, Peter was too old to like get payment into his body. So he had, she had to put him into Charlie and payment was like, so mad that he was in Charlie cause he wanted a male host. So she had to set up all these ways to like, break down the psyche of her family to get payment into Peter's body. Oh. So I told you that there was the the scribbling on the pole, the the symbol. Yeah. That Charlie right. hit her head on.
1: Right.
0: Which basically insinuates anything this family did, they it was inevitable that this was going to happen to them. Charlie was always going to die. They were always all going to die and payment was going to come back. That's right. why it is hereditary. They inherited This terrible thing that happened, all this trauma through Ellen being this cult leader. You
1: know, I I wish we could keep going because I believe that generational curses are a thing. We
0: can keep. We can just start the camera over. That's true. Yeah, just start it over. We can. We can delve deep into this a little bit. This is a long episode. But what I love about this, I'm not gonna have to edit a thing because there was no like dead space. True probably just the in betweens where we cut audio. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, generational curses. Do you believe in those? Do you know what those are?
0: Uh, explain it to me and I'll I'll try to see.
1: So, like, basically, if we're talking about, for example, my grandpa Steve, his dad, okay? Mm-hmm. We're talking about him. So, my great-grandpa. Yeah. He I don't I don't know him. Okay. But say is he dead? Yeah, he's okay. dead. But d- this is just an example. Say, wait. Now I'm like, is he dead? <laughs> <laughs> I know his mom is dead. I just didn't grow up with Papa Steve really, so I don't know. Yeah,
0: okay. I I just don't know cuz you do have great grandparents and I don't. I so do, I do, yeah. I don't know what that's like.
1: So say he like lived a really bad life, he like was mean to people, he didn't do good things, whatever. I genuinely think you get like a curse passed down through generations. Um and like bad things will just continue to happen, but I do think it's an option to break those generational curses if you try real hard and I do think
0: are you talking about generational trauma?
1: That's basically like what it kind of is curse is a very heavy word yeah to you're use.
0: talking about this like it's a conspiracy that's a that's a fact
1: <laughs> yeah, but I think I think in my family there was a lot of like. <sighs>
0: can you delve but, deep into that? Cause I just need to know like a little example um, of what you okay. mean by that.
1: Cheating.
0: Okay. Like I wasn't sure if you meant like curses or like, like
1: alcoholism. That too. Yeah, I yeah. said that weird, but like, I just oh, need, that, yeah, too. that was I an meant, example. Like, yes. Sorry. But just like not living a good life, cheating, mm-hmm. alcohol, drugs. Yeah. Yeah. I think my dad had the opportunity to break that curse.
0: <laughs> sorry to call out Craig right now. Damn. <laughs> Shout out to Krusty Craig.
1: Um, I don't know if he completely broke it, but I think I might be the one to break the curse.
0: You're thinking real heavy of yourself. Let's break this curse, baby. What'd you just call me? <laughs> heavy? Oh, my gosh.
1: Just kidding. We can break it. No,
0: wait, wait, wait. When Shimada was on, and I said, and I said, there's an elephant in the room, and I was trying to explain that you didn't listen to Boy Genius. Yeah. You said that's rude. <laughs> no, you said. Did you say me? I was implying that you were talking about yeah, me. Yeah, but in the out of the corner of my eye, in my peripheral, I saw Shimada raise her hand. <laughs> <laughs> and if you watch it back on YouTube, you can see her just silently raise her hand and then laugh.
1: <laughs> Bro,
0: <laughs> it never got brought back up. I wanted to circle back to that, but I forgot.
1: Let's circle back. <laughs> okay. <clears throat>
0: But yes, I I do believe in generational trauma. Curses? I don't know if I'd believe in curses.
1: Do you have any generational trauma in your family?
0: My daddy issues. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh,
1: We decided for entrances to the wedding. Your parents are coming in first. Okay. From outside. And we're going to go... Rick and Morty and then play like, Rick and Morty. We Rick are not Morty. doing this. No. <laughs> I am not
0: I'm not I did not sign up to the Chug Fest.
1: Also, down. we is me and Morgan, not you and me. And oh, I think I meant
0: me and my mother or you and your mother. You and my mother. <laughs> <What> Damn.
1: <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. And then she's going to go. I'm Julie. <laughs> <laughs> No, and then Morgan next is gonna go. And now introducing the parents of the bride: Craig and
0: Julie. Okay, that needs to happen. Rick and Morty <laughs> off the list. Mark it off, please. Rick and Morty. Morgan, Morgan, if you're listening, stop.
1: Brush. she's well. She. It could comes listen out tomorrow. To
0: to, today, <laughs> I guess it comes out today, but for us, it's tomorrow. We're filming this Thursday night. I have to edit this tonight. <laughs>
1: Well, you just said you don't have to edit much, yeah, I, I, I did. I have to say edit that. more than you. Bah.
0: <laughs> we, we saw some goat today, and we, we saw, saw dawn. Dawn. <laughs>
1: what? what were you gonna say? Uh, nothing.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you have any last comments about Hereditary before we move on?
1: Oh yeah, sure. Move on
0: to the the uh outro. Oh.
1: Um, seems like a great movie for people who are screwed up.
0: Bombastic side eye. (laughs) Criminal offense side eye.
1: (laughs) Who do I look like? I feel like someone when I'm doing this, but who do I look like?
0: Have you ever heard of the movie (laughs) The Whale?
1: (laughs) Uh, Unfortunately, I think I know where this is going. (laughs) Do I I look like the whale himself?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I will not give any further... Burn Freyshaw. <laughs> <Brent> Freysha. <laughs> <Brent> Freysha. <laughs> say isync. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> okay. Um Thank you for joining me on this episode.
1: Thanks for having me. You're
0: welcome. <laughs> I really wanted to do this because I knew I was never gonna get the opportunity to make an episode about this movie unless I was the one telling the plot. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm glad you get to do this. I do have to say I hated it.
0: But, oh, I fully knew that. I just needed you listen, to experience. I needed.
1: Listen. Well, listen, 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 listen. Okay. The excitement you get about telling me about a really, like a it movie you, you on. love. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> it's just so cute. You're just so passionate So it turned you on. Your... No. <laughs>
0: this was jokes.
1: This is joke. This
0: is joke with Cole. <laughs> okay. What were you saying? You just
1: walked the prank. This is joke. <gasps> we need to have Nate on. Yeah
0: talk about pokemon
1: (laughs) no talk about try not to cry videos (laughs) okay
0: as i was saying before i was rudely interrupted um
1: never mind i take it back you're not (laughs) cute
0: (laughs) (laughs) um shoot
1: shoot
0: Um.
1: hey hey cool what (laughs) why do i like the vibes better at
0: night in here yeah I thought it was going to be better at day, at, at day time. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, though. Yeah, I do. I've been trying to say this for like five minutes. Circling okay. back.
1: Circling oh, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. I wanted to talk about this movie on the podcast so bad because it's a great movie. I knew I would never get the chance. And I I forced our friends to watch Midsummer, mm. And I knew I couldn't put them through this as well. Oh, gosh, no. I honestly think this one's worse than Midsummer.
1: It sounds like it, yeah. Like it does. Midsummer.
0: Midsummer had its it had its moments.
1: Yeah, which I didn't watch because I told you to.
0: Yeah, let but me know, this way so you get to know what's eyes. happening, but you don't have to see it.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Milch. and I just knew <laughs> I couldn't put our friends through that, and oh, cool I on. I once again apologize. I'm sorry, Grace, Maddie, Morgan, and Hunter. At the end.
1: Bruh, Hunter walked in right during a right big during old...
0: the the um the conception scene is what I'll call it.
1: Ugh. That movie was sick.
0: Director's cut slapped that.
1: I mean, it was like cinematic and nice and all. Mm-hmm. But...
0: That's the same thing. The same director. It's very much the same thing. Like early, like after Charlie dies, the funeral scene. Um, They're standing around the casket, and it's getting lowered into the ground, and the camera's going down with the casket, and then it transitions. To the dinner scene? Through the dirt. No. Oh. (laughs) Through the dirt into, like, the funeral at their house scene. Like, it's, like, a great transition. That's cool.
1: Are there, like, a lot of, um, oh, what's it called? I don't know. Never mind. Okay. Never mind. All right. Get us out of here, brother.
0: I think we're done.
1: Finally.
0: (laughs) This is a long one.
1: Okay. That's
0: what she said though. We're done here. Okay. <laughs> I think in the last two episodes I haven't been able to like <laughs> get um the very end of like the like this has been mostly media. on your where we gonna talk media mostly. Blah, blah blah Like but I've messed it up the past two episodes and it gets cut off to us just <laughs> screaming. Just <It's> like ah. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for watching. If you did. Or listening. Yeah, I guess listening. I'm just so used to YouTube (laughs) because I'm a YouTuber. I'm a YouTuber. Um, Thank you for enjoying. If you got this far, podcast. Whatever. This has been Mostly Media, where we have talked media mostly. mostly. (laughs) Thank you for doing that. That was sexy. That was sexy. Okay. Goodbye.
1: Bye. Aye, aye, aye.